tire is flat on my car. That is kissing the ground. So that's something to look forward to on Friday when I get home. Oh, you man. have the most tires issue I've ever seen. No, I always have tire issues. I'm not even there. <laughs> I don't have tire issues. <laughs> I know. That's funny. So uh, what's going on in the world of movies, Adam? Uh, well, the movies, well, last weekend I saw uh, Now You See Me, which was actually came out the weekend before, and uh, Now You See Me is kind of a magician movie with these four magicians that rob a bank and this FBI agent who's trying to chase them down, chase them down. So it's one of those uh, cat and mouse movies, you know, Mark Ruffalo plays the FBI agent, you have Jesse Eisenberg, you know, who was uh, Mark Zuckerberg from the Facebook movie. Um, Woody Harrelson's in it, a few other people, um, and it, it's it's not bad. It's entertaining. Uh, you'll definitely be entertained. It's one of those, you know, how are they doing it? How do they do this? Uh, you know, who's who's behind all of it kind of movies. Um, you'll definitely be entertained. Don't uh, focus too much on plot holes after the movie because there are a lot. But, um, yeah, it was good, good acting by everyone. So I definitely recommend if you've already seen, you know, Fast and Furious, Epic, um, you know, after Earth, anything like that, this one's definitely entertaining. Okay. Anything else? Uh, that was all from this weekend. Uh, what's coming up for me that's hot, uh, and it actually comes out on a Wednesday, which I thought was interesting, is that movie called um, This is the End, the one with um, Jonah Hill, you have James Franco, you have Michael Sarah, all these other, all these celebrities, you even have the girl from Harry Potter in it. Um, and it's basically one of those, like, disaster movies happens in L.A. during James Franco's party, and a lot of comedy uh, ensues during this whole uh, kind of episode. So uh, the reviews have said it's been the funniest movie since The Hangover, the first one. So there's a lot of hype to build up to, so it looks really good. That's what's up. Definitely, definitely. We'll be uh, looking forward to next week's review. Hopefully Chicken, Chicken will be back here has uh, some other business to take care of. But next week... Welcome back, Adam, and uh, have a good week, okay? All right, you too, guys. All right. Aaron, Miami. 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 (laughs) How are you doing? Miami. Oh, man, I'm doing good. Oh, man, Miami, Miami. Yes, they pretty much um, sent the Spurs packing back back to San Antonio. They did. It it was a... a, um, a, a um truly it was a state statement game for the um heat. Uh I still think it's it's gonna go seven games. I have the um heat winning in um seven games, but um the Spurs just look old. I mean I mean, okay, Steven. Prior to um that loss, the Spurs had won seven games in a row in the playoffs. And, right. and for the Spurs they are, I believe, they are the oldest team in the playoffs. So, I mean, come on, legs are going to get tired, you know, eventually. And and, and I just think that it it just happened last last night. The um, better, younger, athletic team won. So, right, right, right. But I'm definitely looking forward to to games three, four, and five in um, San Antonio. But hey. Um, had you heard about Sean Merriman at all, the former um, All-Pro um, defensive end? I have not. You know, I've been out Okay. I've been well, so much. What, what's going oh, on? Okay. Well, it was it was rumored that um, he was out at a club in um, California over 
the weekend and that he was um that and that he had overdosed. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, it was it was a rumor. Uh he he cleared he cleared it up and said that um pretty much he was um, you know, having a good time partying, drinking and that he was feeling um ill because he was dehydrated. And so and so um he had went to the hot hospital that gave him some some fluids and sent him on his way. So Sean Merriman did not O D everybody. That was that was not true. That was a rumor, false information. He's fine. De- dehydrated. He's good to go. Um, let's see also Mookie Blaylock, the former Hawks point guard. Um, he's now in jail. Wow. I don't know if you heard about what's what's going on with him. He was in, involved in an um, accident, I, I believe, that um, actually um, re, it re, resulted in the um, loss of life. Someone actually died. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What happened was that um, his um, SUV had um, crossed the um, center line and um, struck and struck a van. The um, passenger in the van died hours hours later. So, yeah. So, yeah, which is sad. So, um, Mookie is now he's he's been charged with vehicular homicide and um, he's in jail. So, wow. That's sad. Yeah, really, 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 really sad, sad, sad situation. Um, the Hawks. Speaking of the Hawks, they they were fined twenty five thousand dollars because they cannot keep their mouths closed. Um, what it happened was that they, yeah, I know, right? What happened was that they 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 mentioned um, Dwight Howard and Chris Paul and uh, mentioned mentioned them and saying that you know they're going to try to get get them to come to to at Atlanta to be a part of the Hawks to be a member of the team to um pretty much trying to I guess hype it up, you know, hype everybody up. Oh my God, Atlanta's gonna get Dwight and Chris Paul. Well uh, yeah that, that that's a no no. That's that's a um that's a a oh, violation of um of a um rule that the NBA has. So um it's actually called Tampering, so no, no team can actually mention a um a um player until guys until I think it's done deal right. It's in July. No, no, no. It's it's until um until the um, free agency starts, which is in July. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's there's like a certain time period that um that um teams can actually start you know talking to players, mentioning players' names and things like that prior to that time teams aren't aren't supposed to talk about them. So anyway, the Hawks did they they were actually one of um three teams that actually did and so they will be fined twenty five thousand dollars. Um Tim Tebow, he signed with the um Patriots. Okay. Yeah, big ups. Con- congratulations Tim. We'll see what happens with that. Um Chad Ochocinco, he got some jail time. He angered the um judge because he actually slapped the behind of his attorney. Wow. And, and the judge, I take it, didn't like that. And so the judge, you know, like 
I think that the judge was was gonna let him, you know, get off whatever. But when the judge saw that, I guess the judge thought that that was, you know, very Punch. disrespectful and con- contempt of court and yada yada yada. So he I'm got. Sorry, on. What did he do again? He slapped his own attorney. He slapped his own attorney in in the behind. Yeah. Oh, in the behind. Okay. Yeah. So what was he in court for? Um, he was in court dealing with the um with the domestic violence case with him and his ex-wife, Evelyn oh, Lazaro. Okay. Yeah. So he, yeah. he was going to get off on that case? Yeah. The um, Well, I mean, let me let me read it exactly accurately. Um, let's see. Ocho Cinco. Um, what happened was that they're saying that um, when, okay, Chad Johnson learned the that the hard way on Monday when he was sentenced to, to um, 30 days in jail for violating his probation. But they're saying that um, you're in court facing vi- vi- violation charges. Don't slap your uh, lawyer on, on the butt while, while the judge is speaking. It might get you in trouble. So what happened was that the judge was actually going to throw it out, was, you know, was going to throw out the, um, Throw out him violating his probation, but whenever he slapped his um, his attorney in the behind, the judge was like, nope, never mind. I um, changed my mind and she got violence. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, okay. Yeah, I know, I know. Right, crazy. And oh, Venus, no, Venus. Damn it, I keep doing that. Serena Williams, congratulations. Serena Williams, congratulations. Yes, yes. Tennis royalty. She won the um, French French Open. Over- over the weekend, and uh, also Rafael Nadal, he also won on the um, men's side. So Venus, Venus, I keep calling that girl Venus. Serena, I'm sorry, Serena, 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 Serena Rafael, congratulations. And um, also on the passing last week of um, Deacon Jones, the um, Hall of Fame football player, um, he died. Uh, I think. Sometime last week, but anyway, just wanted to um, give a shout out to him and and his family and all that. And that's pretty much it as far as with the world of sports. Yo, you can find find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Aaron Cosby. No R. Aaron Cosby. Aaron Cosby. All right, Aaron. Have a good week, okay? You too, man. Appreciate it. I'm a Sparky. Yeah. Miss Ferguson, what's going on? We need to we need to go shopping. What's up? What's up? Well, I hope so, because I have a couple of things for you guys. How you doing tonight? Good. How are you? Hey, I'm all right. Um, and I have the majority of everything I have is um, for Father's Day, so I hope all the guys oh, yeah. out there. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Miss Parker, okay. Parker, I saw you looking for some uh, Father's Day gifts, so hopefully we can come up with something some for you. Yeah, here's, that's my hope, my wish, and my dream. Right. <laughs> And of course, most of this stuff is for um, is for clothing stores. So, you know, um, if you want to get something like a little bit more sentimental, then of course there's always personal creations, which is not on my site tonight, but personalcreations.com um, or things. Remember, those are really good places for sentimental gifts, um, like things that will be engraved or you know, just something that's personalized for dad. Um, but yeah. 
Um, I'll go ahead and get started. So um, the Gap. The Gap is having a summer sale, and this is for 48 hours only. So if you shop there now through tomorrow, you can save 25% off of your purchase, um, and that's off of everything. And if you're shopping online, you need to use code GAP48. Um, J. Crew is having a summer sale, too. And if you shop there now, you can save 30% off of your off of your off of all sale items. And if you're shopping online, use code SUMMERTIME. Uh, CC, CNC California, now this is a women's clothing store, so sorry, guys. Um, but unless you guys have moms in your life who actually served as a dad, you know, uh, CNC California, if you shop there now, and this is really in, um, if, this is really online for most for most states. But if you shop there now, you can save 30% off of all shorts, tees, and shirts. Um, and you have to use code CCDS30 if you're shopping online. Plus, you can get um, an additional 50% off of all clearance items. Um, and if you're shopping online, use code CCDS50. Okay. Uh, Nine West, this is also for women, um, but um, and I have one more for women, but the rest of them will be geared towards men. Uh, Nine West is having a sale, and if you shop there now, you can get up to 50% off of what style. Uh, the Limited is also having a sale, and their sale is a buy one, get one, 50% off of original ticketed prices, and you can mix and match um, all, you know, all types of styles. But, of course, it is off of original prices. Um, Express, now this is for girl, girls and guys. Um, they're having an end-of-season sale, and if you shop there now, you can get an extra 20% off of all clearance prices um, for savings of up to 60%. Romans, um, I, I absolutely love Romans because they have a lot of gadgets. Um, it's sort of like a higher-end Marshall, in my opinion. <clears throat> um, Romans, if you shop there, you can get 25% off of all regular price men's items. Um, and I'm sorry, I did say that that was my last. This is this is one more for the ladies. Uh, New York and Company is having a sale. They're having a buy one get one fifty percent off sale. And if you shop there now, you can get buy one get one fifty percent off of all new arrivals. And last but not least, um, this may or may not be for dad, depending on how you are. If you shop Victoria's Secret, you can get up to fifty percent off of all clearance items. So that's all I have for you guys tonight. <clears throat> Hello? Hello? Okay, well then I guess I'm going to hang up. I'm not sure what's going on. I think we're having a technical (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure what was going on either, but thanks for the update. That uh, did you get your daddy something already? No, I have not. So I'm, I'm okay. probably gonna give him cash. I was struggling <laughs> with that a little bit. I um, posted something on Facebook and didn't get any responses from anyone regarding gifts. So I sent yeah. him some flowers and a and a gift. So I found yeah, him. I cash, found something online. Yeah, cash always works for my family. <laughs> that's my dad. My dad was like, my dad. When you when you give get a card, give him a card. The first thing he does is open the card and, and drops to the ground first to make sure the money's flying out. <laughs> well, my mom says if you have to sign your name to anything, you better make it a check. 
Right. She don't exactly. want any cars, so yeah. But you guys have a great night. You too, Janera. All right. Bye bye. So Ms. Park, what's going on in entertainment? The world of entertainment news. Ms. Park. Hello? Yeah, what's going on in entertainment news? Sorry, we're having some um difficulties um I guess with our line. Um, yeah, I, just, I, I, I wanted to talk about stuff that's going on with Paris. Uh, okay. Paris Jackson uh, being hospitalized for trying to kill herself or uh, attempt. Um, yeah. I really just feel bad for those kids because I just feel like they were just born into a lot of mess. Like, you know what I mean? Like, can you imagine, no matter how much money, I wouldn't choose that. Yes, exactly, and yeah. It's... Um, it's horrible. I know that she is. I think she's still in the hospital. Oh, or it's yeah. going to be released over the weekend or something. And um, I'm not sure where she's going to go because she doesn't seem like she have any super, you know, any supervision. Like they're kind of raising themselves, it seems. Um, yeah. They're saying so that Catherine, Ball- Catherine Jackson's 86 years old raising the kids. You know what I mean? She has help, but that's still, you know what I mean? Right. Right, and from what I from what I heard, Diana Ross may take her in because that's her godmother. Um, and well, actually, that's all of their godmothers. And I mean, she does have a biological mother, uh, you know, and 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 it seems like she's struggling a little bit. So I don't know. I don't know. I just I just just keep them in your prayers. I don't know. I just it seems like that whole situation is overwhelming. Yeah. Um, have you heard of anything else that's going on? Kanye West is supposed to be. Um, he supposedly celebrated his birthday over the weekend, and 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 Kim wasn't in sight. I don't think that's a big deal. She's like nine months pregnant. Right. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't you know, expect he knew what she was. Right. I wouldn't expect her to be in a club. You know, she's almost like fully almost right. due. I think she's due next okay. month. Um, so I wouldn't expect that. I know the ch- uh, chat of Chosinko fiasco. Aaron talked about. I kind of read a little bit on it, but not much um, because I wanted to talk about. Uh, did you hear about the cop that arrested that guy who was <laughs> the guy in Arizona? He wasn't even drunk and charged him with DUI. No, what happened? <laughs> this guy in um, it's, it's called uh, part of Arizona called Surprise Arizona. Um, he has been arrested over ten times for just crazy uh, stopped and ticketed for over. Uh, He's a former firefighter. He's been stopped and said over ten times for driving. It's called driving while black in Arizona. I'm sorry, it's in Arizona. It's not called surprise Arizona. It's in Arizona, it's in Phoenix, or uh, Phoenix area. Um, and the latest latest stop and arrest was the cop told him he's been arrested for DUI and he said I haven't even been drinking. The cop said, Well, your eyes are red. He said, Yeah, I just been swimming, and so he got arrested. Oh God. <laughs> And he hadn't even had a drink. <laughs> wow. That's, I mean, that's sad and funny. Um, Sierra was served a lawsuit on stage while she was on stage. Apparently, Sierra? she agreed to. Uh huh. Apparently, she agreed to perform at one gay club, and then she took another. She, which was an exclusive, but she she went ahead and performed somewhere else the night the same night. And she, I guess, you're trying to double dip is what they call it. And the guy found out about it. He didn't say anything. The owner or whoever she had her contract with didn't say anything to her, went ahead and just had papers served to her while she was on stage. Now, 
that to be uh, legal, she has to actually take the paper. When she took the paper and started reading it, she realized what it was. She tried to give it back. But at that point, in the law's eyes, you've already accepted it. Right. She's you know, been, served. been yeah. served. Yeah. So, anyways, there's a video online of, of her being served and taking the paper That's and watching wow. it on stage and reading it. Jessica Simpson was being sued as well. Supposedly, the um, OK cover that she did uh, with her first child um, wasn't even her baby. She used um, a baby from a, I guess, a, a autograph. She went. She was at some department store signing CDs, and a mother, a couple took their child, and she used that pictures that she took with the baby as hers on OK Magazine. She did that because she had already signed another exclusive with another magazine, uh, and she couldn't use any pictures from any of her real baby pictures. Wow. So the couple is suing her for using their child in that magazine. Well, I, I mean, what made her think that was okay? <laughs> what made her think you can just use a random baby? Yeah, that's just weird. Like, right. didn't the people in the magazine was like, that's not yours? I mean, did anybody say anything? I know, right? That's just crazy. Wow. Uh, this is not really entertainment news, but I've been kind of trying to follow the news. It's funny because I watch less TV now that I work from home. I'm crazy busy and I'm always people working. Yeah, I watch, I watch I watch less TV and I feel like I have less time to do anything. Um, wow. But I um, was trying to follow this story with this uh, teacher that was missing. She's from Long Beach, California, and she was um, teaching at a, a program. Um, for underprivileged uh, schools, I guess teachers uh, from all the countries to sign up, all the country can sign up for a program and teaching underprivileged schools. And she signed up for a program and she was teaching in New Orleans and um, she was missing. She, um, she's been missing since March 2nd after, you know, she was awarded teacher of the year and she wouldn't celebrate and, um, and, you know, no one ever heard back from her. So anyways, they found her car and her body in the back seat in the trunk, which is very mm-hmm. sad news. Um, you know, really, really was hoping that she was okay and just maybe, you know, went up somewhere. But sad news. Um, Tamar Braxton had her baby. She had a little baby yeah, boy. Yeah, I heard that. Congrats heard to that. her and Vince. Uh, they had a little baby boy. Um, that's pretty much all I have for you, unless there's something else you want to mention. Yeah, well, um, we talked about this a couple weeks ago on the show. Aaron brought it up about the whole situation with Kobe Bryant and his uh, mother. Remember some right. kind of stuff, his, his things. And apparently, he had, him and his mother have reached a settlement uh, in the memorabilia she was trying to sell. So, what are your thoughts on that? Like, I know Aaron at times says that there has to be more to the story, you know, underlying tension because to sue your mother. Not to be able to I mean, everyone out. everyone has issues, and everyone have you know certain things and certain boundaries that they want to that they you know want to keep people out of, even if it's your own mother. But I just right. whatever's going on, I just can't figure. It, it just doesn't click for you to take your mother right. to court. Like I get it, right. that yeah. boundaries there are certain things that you just can't stand for. But that's your mother. There has to be a way that you can reach back out to your mom and you. Like, she carried you for nine months. Like there is, there's a uh, unspoken connection. No matter what you're going through, like right. I, I'm yeah. gonna get how you sue your mother, but I'm glad it seemed like they're they're working that out. So yeah, okay. Well, the best to them. Well, let's take a quick commercial break, and we're right back after this. 
celebrate Entrepreneur's Biggest Night live from West Hollywood, California. The 2013 EOTM Awards, Sunday, August 4th at the beautiful Pacific Design Center. Red Carpet and Celebrity Studded Awards Show, highlighting all things entrepreneurship. Nominees and presenters scheduled to attend Bruce Valanche, Farah Abraham, Tammy Roman, Jake Short, Carlin Jeffrey, Adam Barter, Matt Martin, Eric Zuli, Latoya Luckett, Jasmine Brand, Christian Keys, Mary Marrow, Vincent Ward, Josh Feldman, CeCe Perkinson, Cynthia Manley, Fawn, Chili Moe, Mimi Foss, Donley Heising, Jared Masters, Macy Bookout, Barbara Niven, and many more to be confirmed. Performances by Billy Lord, Adam Barter, Chioki Damachi, Leon, Ron Anthony with Don Cannon, and more. Win tickets by tweeting hashtag EOTM Awards, hashtag Think Entrepreneurship. Visit www.eotmawards.com, www.eotmawards.com for more info. Welcome back to a nice show. If you remember a couple months ago, we had Angela Carswell from Rimshot to Urban Musical on our show, and they're they're back. She's back tonight with some of the cast of their uh, upcoming uh, play. Now, Urban Rimshot Music, uh, Urban Musical, I'm sorry, <laughs> excuse me, Rimshot the Urban Musical is a Atlanta-based theatrical production integrating the work of a dynamic group of positive and innovative musicians, artists, scribes, and dancers by conveying and enlightening and stimulating the message. So I understand a lot has gone on since the last time we spoke. Let me uh, introduce who is actually here with us tonight. We have, of course, Miss Angela Carswell. Hello. Hey, Stephen. How are you doing? How are you doing? And then we have, uh, welcome back. We have Knox and we have uh, Reggie Carson. Cason, uh, I'm sorry. Welcome back. Welcome to the show. Hey, 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 how's it going? I'm good. How are y'all doing? Fantastically well. <laughs> that's, that's always a good thing to hear. Well, Angela, I know that you are an executive producer for the, um, this, this company. I understand there's a lot going on since the last time we spoke. Enlighten us, please. Oh, my goodness. Okay, where should we begin? First of all, I just want to say thank you for having us back on. And it's sentimental to us because (laughs) Knox, who is one of the leading characters and the most memorable characters in the production, he and I met for the first time when we were on the air with you. And so now we have gone all the way to the ends of the earth and back with this project together after having met on your show. So we appreciate you for letting us come back. Man, so much has happened. First of all, um, Rimshot Urban Musical really is designed to bring awareness to human trafficking and the commercial and sexual exploitation of children. And, you know, a lot of people in Atlanta or even in the U.S. domestically don't even realize that this is even a problem in the first place. Like they think this is some far and away thing that happens in Cambodia somewhere and our children aren't affected by it. But here in Atlanta, Georgia, it's off the meter. It happens way more often here in Atlanta almost in any other major city here in the U.S. So when I found out about that, as you know, I just went all the way crazy. I said, I've got to do something in order to cause other people to realize that this happens. And unfortunately, in some instances, it even leaks over into our entertainment industry. And so we're shedding light on it in a really bold way through a musical, a theatrical production. And um, it has really, really done something. We're taking it 
over the road nationally. We've been to Macon and back. We've been to the Atlanta Institute of Music. We're on our way to Washington, D.C. And it's, and it's definitely a good luck. Well, you know, I, I remember you talked about human trafficking, and we did a show on that, um, I believe it was last year, with you mm-hmm. um, featured. And it is something, like you said, that it's something that you don't think happens in a city like Atlanta, Georgia. You know, it's something that happens o- overseas, you know, or in other cities, but it is something that happens here. And and I want to first and foremost thank you for shedding light to that and educating the the world on you know, what happens in our back door. And Thank you. bringing that through entertainment with music and acting and plays, you know, it's something that I think we can all can relate to and enjoy. So thank you. I want to thank you for that first, first uh-huh. of all. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I can't do it alone, that's for sure. Um, the movement, since we spoke last, has probably doubled in size. I would say there's probably about – 30 to 40 people involved in the project overall, and all of those people are not only amazing, talented entertainers, but now they're becoming activists as well because they have the language in their mouth now, too, you know, to talk about human trafficking and its impact on us here locally, domestically, and all over the world. Absolutely, yeah. So, you know, for those Mm -hmm. that didn't didn't hear from, uh, didn't listen last time you were on, tell us about the play. Tell us what we can expect here. Reggie, why don't you take this one? <laughs> wow, I, I'll, I'll take this one. Stephen, again, thank All you right. for allowing us to be on. Um, one, I'm going to hop back just for one second. One of the biggest things, too, that has happened is uh, we've created the foundation as well. So now Rimshot the Urban Musical is powered in, by Rimshot Foundation. So, um, and we can we can definitely speak. In regards to that, but it, it's definitely a, a functionality to help those victims of human trafficking, and uh, you know we're providing resources and, and educating them through the works that we're doing. So, um, and and you know, so I did want to mention that that was one of the biggest things that has happened since the last time as well. Uh, moving forward, about the play. Oh my goodness! Each and every time we do yeah. it, 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 it. it Improves so significantly Not necessarily improve it, It's so much more entailed Into what it is that we're doing It follows the story of a young lady Named Jada who has to make These choices and The gentleman who was on the phone Knox plays the ah. Menacing character Of Slick And uh, wow. he is influencing her In the wrong direction And that's really what I can say but, uh, you know, he, he plays such a compelling role um, that, you know, people hate him at the end of the play, which wow. is a good thing because that's, that's what we want the audience He's to do. We want them to, yeah, yeah we, we want them to be aware of Slick. Of course, Knox is not like that in real life, but, uh, uh-huh. you know, we want people to be aware of him and beware of those Slicks in the world. And, uh, you know, it is not a literal translation of human trafficking or anything like that. Definitely people will laugh. They will cry. They will uh, see action. They will see drama. They'll see love. They'll see hate. And, you know, it it is so much more entailed from when we first did it at the 14th Street Playhouse uh, about a year ago. And, uh, you know, so I I just posted on our our social media fans, as I said, you know, if you saw it for the first, if you saw it for the second time, if you see it for the second time, 
be prepared to be wild again. And if you're going to see it for the first time, be prepared to be wild. I heard that. So, uh, yeah. now tell us about your character. He's someone that you want to hate, but t- tell us about him. Well, uh, I'll tell you this, man. The name Slick is perfect for my character because yeah. when you say Slick, I'm talking about all on ice. You know, right. Um, <laughs> he's, he's popular within the community. You know, his success is influ- influential to the upcoming uh-huh. generations. He's uh he's very charming, he's impressionable, but at the same time he's arrogant, he's deceitful, wow. he's a, and he's a master at hiding his cruel intentions, you know. And wow. uh, this, this is some, something that we really see in today's society. Yeah, yeah. How, how did you prepare to play this such a a, a dynamic role? Uh, learning the script really well. Yeah. Find out. But uh. You know, just coming from, from, from my background and, and kind of knowing the streets and, and knowing what's out here, it really helped me embody the character. Exactly. Okay, okay. So what is it that you all want to take away from? I know you said that the movement has grown and has developed. And mm-hmm. it, you're traveling everywhere now. You're, you're, this, yeah. this story is being told. What is it that when, and, and I asked you this before, when it first was coming out, and now I'm asking you some time later, what is it you want the the, the uh, viewer to take home after leaving this place? Okay, this is what they need to do. They need to be, uh, their senses need to be heightened when it comes to the possibility of human trafficking. Um, it really, you don't really have to challenge yourself or work too hard to find somebody that's one degree away of separation from it. I mean, literally, people have emerged from the woodwork who in one way or another have been affected by this epidemic. And so what I'm hoping is is that not only will they see the play, they'll realize that in the entertainment industry in general, there are there's a market objectification of women. I think about the Mike Sounds Nice, you know, that BET special that came out. You know, right. it really talks about, you know, how women are objectified and how we're used, you know, our bodies, whatever. It's really the same concept. And so what I'm hoping is that when people leave, and a lot of people have said this, a lot of our patrons in the past have said, you know what, I enjoyed the play. It was an amazing story, relatable, great to look at, this and this and that. But now I'm aware that this is happening. And as long as people are aware, they may decide to use that to extend it to, you know, shedding light about the the epidemic to other people. They may be more closely guarded when it comes to their children or if they themselves have been approached, because it's not like, okay, let me back up and say this, Stephen. It's not like there's somebody crouched in an alley with a hoodie on that's going to just snap somebody how it happens. Sometimes it happens because the person is coerced into it by somebody that they know and trust. So if they're more aware of it in the first place, then it may become less and less of an opportunity for it to even happen. My thought is this. If we save one person because someone came to this play, then we're doing our job. Our goal really ultimately is to hit all 14 major hubs all the way around the United States to spread light, as you know, shed light on this thing and to take the secrecy of it away. Because at the end of the day, Stephen, the secrecy aids the oppressor. The fact that no one wants to talk about it or the fact that people want to pretend like this is not happening helps the oppressor. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that just exactly. can't be. So let's take exactly. the power back and talk about it. 
So outside of supporting um, display, if someone wants to be involved, get involved, and, and to make their voice heard, what should they do? Reggie, you want to take this one? Wow, yeah, I can I can uh, take this one. Definitely, um, you know, that was one of the reasons why we created Rimshot Foundation, um, so right. that others can reach out and get help. In creating Rimshot Foundation, we did a lot of research and found many organizations that are out there that are here to support uh, either the victims or uh, people that need help. And, uh, you know, we, we definitely have partnered with a lot of these organizations. So we're we're looking to become that hub, for instance, where we can say, okay, you need help with this. Reach out to us and we can connect you with a company called National Safe Place. Or you need help with this, we can connect you with Wellspring Living or uh, the SELC's Justice for Girls initiative on, on human trafficking. So, you know, they can reach out to us specifically. We have, we have, um, uh, you know, anywhere from state senators that we're working with. Senator Donzella James is a, a great colleague of ours, and uh, we've sat down on many occasions so far in, in regards to her legislation that she has passed in regards to human trafficking. And uh, so she is definitely a resource, too. To reach out to us is very simple. Uh, you just go to our website, which is www.rimshot.com. Dot org. Again, that's www.rimshotfoundation.org. We are wide open and available to speak with anyone who just wants to know more about it, to get the warning signs, to to uh, learn things that they may not have known, and to enlighten them on the uh, awareness of this epidemic as well. So, you know, we, we've definitely uh, done the research. Angela sits on uh, the Speakers Bureau, for instance, for Wellspring Living, and she is available to come out and, and speak to uh, organizations, um, to come out and, and, and just speak to them about uh, the awareness and what and, and what they need to uh, uh, be aware of when they're out in this society. Um, she's doing an event this she's doing an event this Saturday, for instance, with the SELC. So this this okay. is how we're doing it. This is how we're spreading it in the community. Well, I definitely appreciate it, and I want to thank Knox. Reggie Carson and Miss Angela Carswell for being on tonight. And yes, not only for being on tonight, but having a, a purpose behind your work. You know what I mean? Having a purpose, yes. spreading something that is that is not readily known in in our society. So thank you so much for that. And I wish you all nothing but continued success. Thank you so much. Do we have thirty seconds so I can tell them how to come see the show? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, cool. <laughs> you guys have to come see the play. <laughs> when I yes. tell you, we oh, got live play. instrumentation from harpist to violinist to acoustic guitarist. We have dancers, spoken word Ooh. artists, singers. It is a crazy show. Like there's the the talent that we pull together for this production is ridiculous. And what we've done is we've told this story, but we've wrapped their talent around the story, and it comes off real cool. Like I'm talking about anybody from 6 to 60 will appreciate this show, especially especially your teenagers and your young adults. They'll really love it. So come out and see us at the Fabrifaction Theater on June 22nd. We have two shows, 2 p.m. and 6 p.m. That's at 999 Brady Avenue in Atlanta, Georgia. If you forgot everything I just said, all you need to do is hit our website, and boom, the very first page you see will lead you right to your ticket. 
it's going to be right. crazy. <laughs> it will be. And, and, and I encourage everybody, support people with a, with a cause. People, talented people that have a cause. So God bless you all. Thank you. Continue to do what you do. And we'll be in touch very soon. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Stephen. All right. Right back on right, this. You're listening to the Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. You're listening now. You're listening to the Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. The Stephen Knight Show, Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com. Welcome back. LaShondi Martin is a wife and mother of two. Uh, she studied dance at the age of six years old for a period of ten years with L&L Dance Company. After eight years hiatus, she began studying dance again with Bazaar Dance Company for three years. She has acted in plays, including including and starring in The Visitor, A Day in the Life of Ridiculous. When she isn't showing off her talent as a comedic actress, Lachey writes uh, short stories for fun. After writing split, split second, she has gained a greater love for writing. She has always had an interest for writing, dancing, and acting, but has not forgotten really has not, I'm sorry, begun to really fulfill her dreams until recently. She is currently working on a family comedy for the big screen and more projects with Fontaine Vision. Please help me welcome Miss Lachey D. Martin. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Hello, hello. Hello. Welcome. welcome. Hello. Thank you. So, you seem like a woman who has a few talents on her sleeve. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yes. So I know we talked about some of your your talents. Tell us about what, you know because I, and I think it's important because we have a lot of people that come on the show, listen to the show, who mm-hmm. have talents but they don't know how to break out and and right. pursue them. So what, what was it for you that got you started on this path? Well, my mom writes also, and um, she's the one that wrote uh, the Visitor: A Day in the Life of the Ridiculous. Okay. And she kind of brings it out of me. You know, my family, they're the ones that just bring it out of me. Um, wow. Because a lot of us don't know that we have talent. I yeah. can write and, and not think that anybody would want to read it. Right. You know, uh-huh. Or, you know, I can I can act but not think that anybody would want to see me act, you know, anywhere, even at the Thanksgiving uh-huh. dinner table. You know, right, it's, yeah. it's, but it, my mom kind of brought it out of me. And Tim brought out, Tim Fontaine, he's the um, director of Split Second. Mm-hmm. He also brought it out of me. He's just like, okay, write, write, just write. And I just write. I mean, you just got to do it, you know. Yeah. If, yeah. if everybody else is telling that you have talent, you know, not one person here or there, but if everybody else is telling you, you got it, you know, maybe just right. try it out. So I just took a chance. Have, have you found that a lot of times we are our biggest obstacles, you know, being, you know, willing. I know for me, for my music, sometimes it's like, well, it used to be the case that I'd be like, what if they don't like it? What if right. I'm not good? What if this? 
and then you put it out and you get this reaction like, wow, you know what I mean? So Exactly. Think about how you get past that the doubt and the, the fear of the rejection from the public. You you just kinda have to be confident in what you do and you have yeah. to love what you do. You have and be to be skilled. I mean and be, and be skilled. skilled. Because if you love what you do, you're gonna put your all into it. I mean, everything you have you're just gonna right. you know, put it out there. I, agree. I mean, you just have to love what you do. I, I just feel like you have to love what you do. You can't do right. it just because you want to get paid. You can't do it just because, you know, oh. oh, I see everybody else doing it. They're getting money. You know, No, you can't do oh. it for those reasons. You have to love what you do. Absolutely. And want to Absolutely. do it. Yeah. Absolutely. And want to do it. Now, you, you, it. you studied dance, you act. What is your, what is your passion? My passion? I would say my... Passion is acting. Acting, okay. But at the same time, I feel like my gift is writing. Wow. So, so and I love writing. I dream about movies, and please. I can just wake up. I wake up in the middle of the night, and I'll just write. And to I'll me, it's ask- just for fun. Yeah, I dream I'll- about things. I'm yeah, but I think my like, gift is writing. Yeah. What what when do you write your best pieces? When do you write? Do you feel like you're at your best? At night. At night. Okay. Yep. Why is that? <laughs> I don't uh, know. Is everything just? I guess when I'm more relaxed, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm still working nine to five. So when I get up in the morning, I'm rushed. You know, same routine every day. You go to work. You don't work. And when I come home and it's time to relax. Everything just comes to me, and then, yeah. like I said, at night when I'm when I I can wake up at two three in the morning, and I'll have, I don't it doesn't matter if it's a envelope sitting next to me, I'll write on the envelope. Yeah. When I'm dreaming, I, I'll, I'll dream I, things and just write. <laughs> I can relate yeah. because I know there've been times when I sit down to write a song, and nothing comes mm-hmm. to me. Then I'll be in the right. shower. I'll be and it'll all come to you. <laughs> I mean, the lyrics, it just comes. So right, have, right. Have you ever, had, have you ever been in a, in a situation where you're not, you know, in a position to sit down and write, but you're somewhere and it comes to you? What do you do? I'll still write. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm just, I mean, you mean if I, if I don't have a pen and paper? Yeah, it's like say you're at the grocery store or, you know, out and about and, and something comes to you. Oh, I'll just keep replaying it in my head. I have to keep replaying it in my head right. because if I don't, sometimes some things I won't remember. I mean, I've dreamt about some crazy stuff, some just amazing yeah. stuff, and then I'll I'll forget about it. Or like you said, you'll be in the supermarket just walking around. I can see anything going on, like an interaction between a, a mother and, and a child or a husband and a wife or anything. It doesn't even matter. And I'll just make up. I'm, I just imagine imagine things, but if I don't okay. replay it in my head, I'll just keep replaying it, replaying it, replaying it. Yeah. And then once I yeah. get to the point where I can write it down, then I'll write it. Have you ever had a, a um, thought or an idea that you felt like that was just pushing in that I, I can't do this, I can't, I can't put something like that? Yes. <laughs> did, did, what did you do with it? It's just still sitting in a book. <laughs> 
You know, it's, it's something, there are some things you, you don't know if the world is ready for. Right. So exactly. you, you kind of just push it to the side and say, well, maybe if, some, if I see somebody else do it, maybe that'll be my out. Yeah. yeah. But other than that, it's like I just kind of, and not that I'm scared, but it's just, you know, some things, yeah. right, some things yeah. are just, you know, not ready. It's just not ready. The world is just not ready. About timing, right. So I know right. you're working on a family comedy right now. Uh, tell us a little bit about Um, The family comedy is my mom and I are writing. It's called Thicker Than H2O. And it's a, a family comedy about an extended family, um, a mother, her new boyfriend, a father, his new wife, and then they have children together, and then they the, they have sons that were born on the exact same day. Wow. And they're, the two boys go to the same school, so they're going to um, – they have an right. idea to take the whole family on a vacation but without the others knowing. They don't know wow. that they're going until they actually get there. So it's just going wow. to be, you know, <laughs> the parents are going to it's show up. Very- Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The parents are going to just show up and like, oh no, we're going back home. <laughs> exactly. You know, but yeah. but they you know end up getting it together and having everybody to stay. It's just it's, it's hilarious. And even <laughs> I have to say that. And I know you, you know you write things. There's some things I write and I say nobody's gonna laugh at that. That was that was stupid. You know. <laughs> but this one, um, me and my mom were like so passionate about. We actually oh, wrote right. certain parts for certain actors. Oh wow! Okay, okay. Oh yeah. So we're we're really going to try to get it out there and and, and get it big. I'm sure it's definitely going to happen. It's hilarious. <laughs> so, uh, are, do you use social media? Are you on Twitter, Facebook, and all those? I'm the worst when it comes to those, but I am on. <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> I'm on Facebook. <laughs> I do have a website, and I am on Twitter, but I couldn't tell you the last time I I went on Twitter because sometimes I get lost. I don't know. It seems like it's so easy, but, but I feel like the last person to get on there, I have to ask my husband all the time, like, okay, can you go in there and, and post something for me? Because I'm just like, I have no idea what to do. That's not your thing, right. No, that's not my thing. That's not my thing. But we need it. I mean, I I wish it was my thing because that's just, that's the key and the, I mean, that's the key to everything. Absolutely, absolutely. You know. So where can we expect uh, family comedy? Oh, we're hoping before the end of this year. Okay. We're hoping. And in a split well, second, we're hoping to get on um, urbanclout.com by the second week of July. Tim is working on that, so we're hoping to get it out there. Well, I can't wait for the world to be able to see all the work that you're putting in, and and I and I wish you nothing but the best in the future. And keep keep making us laugh. Keep keep telling your stories and uh, and entertaining the world. Thank you so much for being on tonight. Thank you, and I just want to thank Tim Fontaine and Todd Anthony and Neil Carr and Tiffany Yancey, and I just you know for a split second because that is what helped me 
to really come out. Absolutely. So I, yeah. I just I really want to thank them, and I thank Chike Evans too for this opportunity, and you, yes. of course, of course. <laughs> well, thank you so much, and, and I'm and I thank you for being on tonight. And God Let bless me you. Let me ask some. Are, are you in Houston? Sure. I'm in Houston right now. Yeah, I'm currently in Houston for about two more weeks, and I'll be back in Atlanta. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. you know I, that's where I live. Oh, do you? Yeah, I live in. Uh, it's right outside of uh, Houston. It's called Katy. K- oh, yeah, K A T Y. K A T Y. Yep, that's where hey, I live. I, I'm in the medical center area. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, we close. Oh, awesome! <laughs> welcome! Welcome! Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. You- All right. Houston's been cool. You know, I, I came out here about a month ago, and um, I'm spending more time. About a month here this time, so I'm getting to see more of the city and and Houston yeah. is definitely a very nice place. I'm glad. To well, be maybe here. while you're here, we can go out and and get a drink or something to eat or something while you're here. Absolutely. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. All righty, let's Turn do up. it. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll be in touch definitely. Um, but thank you so much, and we'll I'll, I'm gonna hit you up for that drink. Okay. <laughs> All, All right. right. Well, anybody can reach me at Lachey at LacheyMartin dot com. Absolutely. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Let's take another break. We're back with Steven's Playlist after this. It's a new day. Entrepreneurs on the move. In a new way. Every day we will make it smooth. So at this time, come get your award so you can shine. Come out to L.A. and just stand up and scream. I got this and made it mine. It's a new day. Entrepreneurs are on the move. EOT Awards at Club Nokia, 800 West Olympic Boulevard, Los Angeles, California, 90015. For more information, visit EOTMAwards.com. This has been a Ron Anthony Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. I want to shout out the EOTM Awards. They're going to take, uh, they're going to go down this August in LA. The Stephen Knight Show has been nominated for a few awards. So definitely check us out. I will be there. I hope you will be. For more information, go to EOTMAwards.com. But now it's time to go into Stephen's playlist. Uh, we receive music from people all over the country wanting to be featured during this segment. Each week we select artists to play on our playlist. Tonight our playlist features songs by both independent and major artists, including Chris Brown, Kelly Rowland, Miguel, and your boy Stephen Knight. Now, if you're interested in being featured on uh, Stephen's playlist, please email us at the Stephen Knight Show at gmail.com. Attach one or two songs, your bio, and one or two promotional pictures. And remember, all songs must be edited for radio, meaning no cursing, and we definitely look forward to hearing from you. Now, the first song is from my boy Chris Brown entitled Don't Judge. Check it out and enjoy Stephen's playlist. I don't want to go there We should never go there Why you want to go there I guess I gotta go there 
Somebody's on your side of the bell track And I didn't wanna have to take it there But you play too much So I guess it's in the game And what am I supposed to say? I know you did me dirty But we can make it work I know you didn't mean to hurt me I know we got our problems And need to go where your worries Let's just sit and talk about it Over the Giddy's McClurry One thing for hot damn certain This plays a rap You can go and close some curtains And this is a mess Starting with yourself first I am dropping bad habits Starting with the very worst Now it's on to the next one American, Puerto Rican, Swedish, French lover, or a German. I'm really determined. All kinds of moves. Ever since we've been done, I've had so much to do. When you're so content for it, but never airs out When you make pain look this good, it never wears out
Yo, empty heart and my empty bottle and yellow cap. That you would like to catch, cause your latest ex made you mad. So I figured the perfect catch would be you if I made the pass. Pool full of liquor, then we die. In it, knowing if I liquor, I might die. In it, then reincarnate as a fly. Gymnast, just to flip my tongue on you to see your Olympics.